Hopefully those who speak French have a chance to read the gospel, but it's so long today that I thought that reading it twice would be quite a long... We would get tired legs by the end of it. In our gospel today, we hear of the raising of Lazarus, his resuscitation. Now, it's important not to confuse what happened to Lazarus with what would happen to Jesus. Unlike Jesus, Lazarus was brought back to life as a mortal man, as the same old Lazarus living in this fallen world that is awaiting the redemption that Jesus has promised us. It probably didn't take Lazarus too long as he stumbled out of the tomb and took a big breath of the stench around him to figure out that he was not in heaven. Maybe that's why we don't hear anything that he says after Jesus raised him. He might not have been very excited. From what we know about his faith, Lazarus expected to be raised from the dead by Christ into the joy and peace of heaven. But that's not what he smelled when he came to. Instead, he came back to this passing world with all its limitations and with the rare prospect of being someone who would end up dying not just once, but twice. So the raising or the resuscitation of Lazarus really does not give us much insight into the reality of the resurrection or of life after death. But in Lazarus, we do gain insight into resuscitation, into revival, into how Jesus resuscitates his people in this life, about what it is like to be re-rescued, to be resuscitated, to be renewed by him. And this insight is critical for you and I, because unlike the resurrection, which happens once at the end of life and is shrouded in a certain mystery, Jesus wishes to resuscitate you and I constantly, continually in this life in a myriad of different ways, to give us new life, to remove the bands, the the binding, the wrappings of sin and death from us in this world as we continue our earthly journey. In the season of Lent, for this season, this is especially true. This is a time when we ask the Lord, we ask for and we think about, we ask Him to deepen this process, this experience of resuscitation, of renewal, of conversion. Hopefully we didn't come into Lent feeling entirely dead, but there are parts of us that can begin to die throughout life and that we're in constant need of being brought back to life. So what can we learn from Lazarus's experience of resuscitation that will help us to be open to the new life that Jesus wants to give us today? 
I think there are a few things we could, it's a good reflection, right? There are a few things that I thought of. The first one is that we need to be patient. Notice that Jesus didn't show up when everyone expected. Both Martha and Mary said, basically, where were you? Why haven't you intervened? And uh, no one could really understand why Jesus had taken the time he did to arrive. How often uh, this is an experience that so many of us have, is it not? That with Martha and Mary, we also ask the Lord, why haven't you renewed, why haven't you brought an end to this yet? Why haven't you reached out to help me or to help my children who are struggling or to help this illness that my spouse or a loved one is suffering from? or to assist me with sins that I can't seem to break free of. I think we all probably at one point or another ask God why he hasn't resuscitated us or those we love. And notice that Jesus doesn't really give a a clear answer, but he says just that this timing has to do with bringing about the glory of God. In other words, it's kind of a way of saying, you're not going to get it. It's beyond your ability to understand. The new life that Jesus breathes into this world when he rescues us, it comes from beyond this world. And it doesn't conform to the logic of this world many, many times. It's beyond our control. It's mysterious. And so... What is asked of us is trust. And we look to Martha and Mary, they're both examples of this. After they ask the question, if you had been here, notice that both of them respond to Jesus, though, with trust. I know that you can offer what I need in your time, in your way. I trust in you. A second lesson, I think, to be learned is that Jesus empathizes with our suffering. He didn't stand by like some passive observer as his friend Lazarus lay in the tomb, as those around him wept. No, he joined in their tears. He felt their pain. And you know, when we're facing pain and suffering and loss, and sin, we often feel alone. And that's one of the most difficult things about it. But as much as we may feel alone, our Lord reminds us in this passage that that we are not, that He is at our side, that He is with us, that He has come to share in even our guilt, to share in our suffering, that He embraces us where we are, that He suffers with us, that He sheds tears with us, How important it is for us to remember that. Especially, you know, this season of Lent, as hopefully you have an opportunity to go to confession. To remember that Jesus in confession doesn't just stand before us as our judge, but also stands beside us 
as our brother and as our friend, our advocate, encouraging us and working to free us. A third insight I think we, gain, we learn from the raising of Lazarus is that Jesus' compassion for us causes him to act, to resuscitate and revive and renew us even now. This is the sign of Lazarus, I think, that even now, before the resurrection, we can share partially in the redemption that is to come. In other words, he doesn't wait until death to give us life. We live in a world that is permeated by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus works within the limitations of time and space to bring little foretastes of heaven to earth in a thousand different ways. So we shouldn't be content with the fallenness and the darkness of this world. Settle, you know, kind of settling and trusting, well, it'll all get kind of worked out in the end. I'll just wait for the final judgment. You know, sometimes you kind of hear that. I don't know if you ever heard that. I just want to get one foot in purgatory, right? Maybe you heard somebody say that, like... Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty pessimistic, right? This idea that we, we just kind of muddle along and then hope everything gets sorted out in the end. No, Jesus wants to intervene in our lives now, just as he intervened with Lazarus. He doesn't want us to wait for his life until the resurrection, but even now he wants to give us the freedom and the joy of heaven. What are the sacraments, if not one of the principal ways that Christ wants to strengthen us and free us with the life of heaven? So we Christians have been given the bread of life, the bread of heaven. We shouldn't settle for anything less, even in this world. And a final lesson I think of Lazarus' raising is to recognize, as Lazarus surely did, that there is a great difference between resuscitation and resurrection. We must remember that we live in a world where the stench of death remains, where the wrappings of sin still remain. As much as we should settle for nothing less than a share of heaven, We have to remember that our feet are still planted on this earth with all its limitations and its darkness and its struggles. Even after we have been revived and renewed in our faith, there is a battle to be fought. When Lazarus came out of the tomb, he was wrapped in smelly rags and blind and and unable to do a lot. He needed help. And so he shows us that resuscitation, that conversion and renewal, they don't mean an end to suffering and pain like the resurrection will. In fact, sometimes if we're renewed in our faith and we're more conformed to Jesus, we actually end up having to suffer more. As we begin the hard work of removing the bonds of sin and of groping our way out of the cave, it's not easy work. And that's why we need one another. 
That's why we need the church, the sacraments, the encouragement from the scriptures, so that we can persevere in this effort after and as Jesus is resuscitating and reviving us. Sometimes that can, that can be a long process, right? This is why we, uh, we have Lent every year for a reason, because we need it, right? This is why we go to confession regularly. This is why we go to Mass every week, because it's, it's, it's a long journey. So let us ask for the perseverance and the openness and the trust to ask the Lord to, and to be open to the resuscitation, the revival, the renewal that he wants to give us this day. Let us pray for the intercession of St. Lazarus. Lord, please save us from the death of sin, not only for ourselves, but for the good of our families, our community, our parish. During this season of Lent, come to us as you came to Lazarus. Reach out to us where sin and evil have kept us bound and in the darkness. May the beauty of your eternal life shine through thousands of little resuscitations in each of us and in our parish this Lent, bringing the glory of our Heavenly Father to our little corner of this earth.